Have you ever opened your fridge and wondered how it was empty again? Have you ever needed to go to the grocery store for just one item you were missing and hated the trip the whole way there? Or have you ever started a recipe only to realize that you didn't have all the ingredients you needed? If you said yes to any of these, I get you. This used to be me too until I implemented my simple grocery shopping method. This takes me only one hour per week and keeps me and my family fed and ready to make meals, muffins, and snacks all without running out of ingredients or needing to take another trip to the grocery store. As we come up on Thanksgiving and the biggest eating event of the year, I thought I'd spill the beans on how I grocery shop using minimal effort with just one hour per week on average. The great news, this method can be scaled to a family of four, five, or six. I'm going to teach you exactly what I do to minimize the time spent at grocery stores so you can maximize the time spent with family and not worrying about what you'll eat next. Hey friend, welcome to the Better Belly Podcast. Do you want freedom from bloating and constipation? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling natural constipation remedies, causes for bloating, or recipes and exercises to help constipation? Are you frustrated with the mind game of trying to figure out what foods are helping or hurting your gut? Hey, I'm Allison, mom, wife, and functional gut health practitioner. At a young age, bloating and constipation were my constants. I didn't know what to do and wished I could just live a normal life focusing on my passions, my job, and my family. I was tired of abdominal pain that woke me up at night and wasting time and money on gut health remedies that just didn't work. Breakthrough moment, the functional medicine and osteopathic approach to gut health. In this podcast, you will find natural remedies for bloating and constipation, practical, doable belly exercises and massages, and debunk the myths about what really is causing your tummy problems. So toss out those laxatives and say goodbye to that embarrassing gas. Your gut health is calling. And just as a reminder, this information is not meant to diagnose, manage, or treat disease. Always consult with your own health practitioner before you make any changes to your health. A huge part of health and what I imagine when I say the word health for my clients is that health is easy. And that might not be the first word you think of. You think of health maybe being doing the hard thing, even though it's hard, right? Do eating the healthy foods or going to do the workout. But truly, when we are able to, the reason we're able to have those healthy routines is because there's a certain amount of ease to them. They are not ridiculous. They are not like climbing Mount Everest. Have you noticed how many people climb Mount Everest? Not that many. And so one thing that I have found has made or braked, made or broken, (laughs) What my clients are able to do in terms of how stressed they feel when they are making diet changes or just trying to live or be healthy is how they organize their lives around grocery shopping because you got to get food sometime. And so today I wanted to break down my grocery shopping rhythms and show you exactly what I do so that I'm never spending more than one hour per week on average getting groceries. And typically what I'm also doing is I'm not grocery shopping every week. So the cool thing about what I'm sharing here is that I might be grocery shopping two or three weeks out of the month. And and by say two or three weeks, it's one day out of these 
two to three weeks and the rest of it is taken care of because of how I structure buying my food. So I'm going to prove to you, A, that I do do it in one hour per week when you kind of average it all out between the four weeks. I'm going to show you, talk to you exactly what I do, what stores I'm going to, um, kind of even breaking down. I'm including the driving there of the grocery trip. And then I'm going to talk to you about what tools I use to make this happen. So it's minimal amount of time spent grocery shopping and then maximum amount of time just enjoying the food that you're actually buying. All right, you guys ready? And honestly, you might want to take notes of this, pull out your phone, pull, pull out a, um, a piece of paper. You can write down the exact stores I'm going to. You can check my math for me if you want. I have this all written down, but just wanted to talk this through. And the other thing that might be fun for you is to even do your own math of how much time are you currently spending going grocery shopping. Maybe it's less than me, but maybe you're spending more time picking up food from restaurants and that's not the food you want to be eating. Or maybe it's more money than you want to be spending on food and you know you could be doing better if you did grocery shopping. Whatever it is that's going on, it might be a little fun thing for you to even figure out how many hours are you spending because you might not realize how much time is going to this to grocery shopping, just trying to go to the store real quick and come back. So here we go. So my grocery shopping rhythms, all is broken down to the reason I can even do this is because I'm able to do one Costco trip a month and two Kroger trips. And Kroger is a local grocery store in our area. If you're in the South, it'd be like the equivalent of Publix. If you're in the West, I actually don't remember exactly what is in the West. <laughs> Same with Illinois. Off the top of my head, I'm trying to remember. I used to live in Chicago, y'all. But all that being said, you have a, it's our local grocery store and then Costco. So one Costco trip, two Kroger trips. You can already tell that these trips, I'm not even taking one trip a week. It's going to be three in a month. And sometimes I'll do like one of these trips, a Costco trip and a Kroger trip in one week. And then I will have two weeks out of the month. I'm not even going to the grocery store, neither me nor my husband. <laughs> so that's one of the first things that I do. Um, and then I'm, let me just break down these trips, right? So one Costco trip a month, the before I even go, I do a quick check of my app called AnyList, which has the grocery list in it that both me and my husband edit. Um, it's one of the tools that I'm, I'll talk a little bit more about it, but it's one of the main tools that actually makes me able to do grocery shopping so fast. So it really is key that you have a tool, whether it's AnyList or something similar, that you do have a tool that helps you know what to buy um, in a really savvy way. And that is going to be one of those things. But I do check that list. And I actually go around my fridge and my pantry to real quick to make sure that I'm not missing anything on the list. But typically the list actually has most of what I need on it already because of how I use this tool. And I'll break down that. Um, that's about five minutes where I just real quick walk around my pantry and fridge and then I get my car. Then it's a 30 minute drive there and back. I So that's one hour total. I shop. I give myself mentally one hour to shop. So Usually I'm never stressed. I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I planned for 45 minutes or 30 minutes and it's not taking that long. I definitely don't always need an hour. It depends on exactly how much I'm buying and exactly what traffic's like and inside the store and exactly, you know, what checkout's like. But I give myself mentally one hour to shop. Checkout's about 15 minutes on average. I load in five minutes and unload in 10 minutes. And that's going to be two and a half hours once a month. 
Um, some of the pros of Costco, the reason why I do Costco at all is that it's bulk, it's low cost for the quality of the item you're getting, and then it is quality items. They have a lot of alternative foods there, a lot of dairy-free items, a lot of gluten-free and grain-free breads and tortillas and ice creams and, and all sorts of stuff. So I do really like Costco. The con to Costco is there's no pickup option. Um, but because you're only going to Costco once per month, it's really limits how much time you're spending in it. And that'd be you as in me if, or, or you, if you want to try this method. Um, and I do mention pickup because the thing that, that really made the difference in like just world changing in terms of how much time I spent grocery shopping was starting to use the pickup option that um, I literally started using it in COVID just because that became, I think, maybe one of the only options, if not just a safest option to do. And so Kroger, one of my local grocery stores, they have a pickup option where basically you download their app, you log into it with your login info, and then you can pick all the foods that are in the store. You, you have to pre-pick the store so that the app can tell you if they have the item in stock. And then you pick however many items you want. Is it organic banana? Is it a non-organic banana? Do you want six? Do you want five? You know, you put everything in there that you want. It tallies up around how much it thinks it's going to be. You're able to even clip coupons in there, which is really fast. You basically says like, hey, there's a coupon available this week for this item. You tap a button. It's essentially applied to the food. And that's great. So I add items to the app. It takes me about 10 to 15 minutes. I just cross between the AnyList app, which is my, my grocery list my husband and I build. And then I go over. The other cool thing about the Kroger app is it remi remembers the things that I've most recently bought. So a lot of times I'm rebuying really similar stuff like eggs. And so I know the exact kind of eggs that I typically like to buy. I like these like 18 um, pack eggs and we typically buy three of them at a time and we like them cage-free and whatever. Whatever you like to do for whatever cost, you you just click it and you put it right in there. So the almond milk, the unsweetened almond milk that we like, that's the Kroger brand because it's a little more, a little less expensive. Whatever it is, you just put it in there. It takes 10 to 15 minutes. Cross the items off my AnyList app. Then, <clears throat> then I do checkout. It's like a minute, right? You just have to confirm all your items. And you can even in the Kroger app, and it might be similar in other apps, like I know Aldi has a pickup option. You might be able to say, like, if this item isn't available, what else can you, like, do you want me to try to replace it or not? But then you just check out with, a lot of times we have our card on file and you're done. Then you've picked a time slot where you go. There's usually an hour window where you can arrive anytime within that hour. Um, and it's 15 there, 15 minutes there and back for me or my husband, whoever goes. And so that's 30 minutes total. You wait in the car on average for me, like five minutes to, for the, all the food to come out. Then you, and then like an unloading of five to 10 minutes at home. And that's a total of like, it's an hour or like right under an hour, right above an hour. So I, I rounded it and you do, I do that two times a month. So that's two hours. Now I will say if my husband does the pickup, then for me specifically, it's going to be only 30 minutes a month, which is just that 15 minutes each time to put items in the app and then, and then check out and like have, have picked a time slot to pick up the app. I then, uh, put that the time slot into the shared Google calendar that my husband and I use and it shows up on our calendars and I might even text him and say this is on our calendar now um, either you or I can pick it up whoever it's more convenient for 
So the pros to this method is I don't have to shop myself, which drastically reduces the amount of time I have to shop. And then sometimes the con is that sometimes they might give you produce that is not as quality as you would have picked yourself, or they might replace an item, say they don't have organic mustard, then they've sometimes given me non-organic mustard. So I have to, you know, work in a time where I'm going to go back and return it or decide if I'm going to use it or not, you know, so that's kind of the main con that I found with the pickup method. So that is ultimately, um, it's going to be two and a half hours for Costco, two hours for Kroger on the high end, because it's about an hour total with the driving and check-in and stuff. Um, two times a month. So one hour, two times a month for Kroger. That's going to be a total between the one Costco trip and the two Kroger trips of four and a half hours. If you divide it by four, it's a little over one hour a week. It's not even one hour in 15 minutes. And so, um, that would be on the high end. On the low end, if like my husband does both of the Kroger pickups, it's going to be two and a half hours for Costco, 30 minutes for Kroger. And that's going to be three hours total for an entire month divided by four. And that's 45 minutes a week. So less than an hour. So that there's the proof that it, it's less than, it's like an hour or less. And then the tools that I may use to make this happen and like why this actually works. So number one, we have an app called AnyList. It is a really simple app where you at you like can have a share, it's a shared account. So my husband's on it, I'm on it. And if basically what happens is as we run out of a food, we add it to the list. So say I am making a smoothie and I use the last bit of collagen powder, I immediately add it to the list so that the next time someone goes to Costco, we know to get collagen powder. It can even You can even put in the list specifically what grocery store to buy it at so you can remember it or you can quickly glance through and say, okay, I'm go about to go to Kroger. Am I, or I'm about to make a Kroger list? Like, have I grabbed all the items that are Kroger specific items we get at Kroger? Um, but be, when you add items as you run out, A, it's a lot harder to forget to grab it. That used to be a big problem where we didn't use this app. And then I'd say, I think I have everything I need for the week. And I realized I ran out of baking soda. So then I go to make muffins or waffles or something, and there's no baking soda. So when you add items as you run out, it's, you tend to forget items less. And the other thing is, is that you're not doing one big, like kind of, at least I found it pretty tedious, big sift through of all your items that can take a while. If you haven't added anything to your grocery list and now you're like, okay, what exactly do I need? And you go through stuff. It adds even more labor to the whole process. If you are meal planning and grocery shopping at the same time, AKA you're trying to pick what food you're going to buy or food you're going to make. Like, is it going to be spaghetti? Is it going to be chili, whatever. And then you, and then you're also having to say, well, how much chili am I making? Is it a crock pot? Is it a pot? Is it, you know, is it a double recipe, a quadruple recipe? And then you're having to translate into the number of cans you're going to make. Like it just gets complicated really, really, really fast. I don't do any of that. And I'm actually going to dedicate a totally other episode, um, totally new episode to how I meal plan just because there are some nuances and it will pair really well with this episode. But basically, I have a set number of items, which which actually, so if we, <laughs> tools-wise, let's stay organized, y'all. I have the AnyList app, which I just described how we, how we use it. We add items as we run out. The second thing we do that's super powerful is we have an organized fridge and pantry that 
the items that we typically use are always in the same spot. So the eggs are in one corner of the fridge and we haven't gotten as far as like labeling the corner of the fridge where the eggs go or anything like that um, or the drawer where the produce tends to go. But because we have a method of where we tend to keep those things, if I open the fridge and that there's a space in that area on the left side of the fridge where the eggs typically go, it's like, oh, we need to get more eggs and it's an immediate cue. And if I don't see it on the AnyList app, it's like, we just need more eggs. That's fine. And I know how many eggs fit in that corner. We can get an 18, 18 eggs and we can get three of them and stack them up. Boom. We're great. Um, same with like the pantry. I keep my canned beans in the same area. I never, I'm never trying to fill like, oh, that, that space is open. So I'm going to fill it with something else. No, that's the canned beans area. I even tend to have the same columns because we it's about like five columns of cans wide um, tend to have like black beans in the first column and then pinto beans in the second chickpeas in the third you know so we tend to have we eat a lot of beans because we're grain free so and beans in general are awesome lots of beans and I know I can fit six in each aisle so if I open it up and it's totally empty I might buy six if I know I want to make chili that week and I want to have extra beans left I'll buy 12 cans because I'll use on average, five or six for a very large crock pot of chili. And then I want to have six in the pantry when I'm done. So I generally know the math of what fits where and how much I have and how much I need if there's a gap in it. That is like quick visual. I'll say, oh, I am have four cans of black beans in here. I could fit two more and I'll just add two more. I don't wait till I need the black beans for a for a meal, I know I'm going to use black beans in some type of meal in the future. Again, kind of going at how I meal plan. And so I just need, no, I just need to fill up that area. Again, same with cheese. If you wondering what type of dairy-free cheeses we're using, it is not plant-based. You can go and check out episode 171. And I talk about all the creamy cheeses and sauces that I use to make all of our foods. But, um, all that being said, cheese is amazing, and we, I know where the cheese is in the fridge, and if it's empty, I need to buy more. All right, so that is tool number two, is an organized fridge and pantry, and then tool number three and number four are really similar. One is an extra freezer. If your house can do this, if you have a garage or a basement or an extra area in your house where you can have another freezer, it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be huge, but just anything, this is a phenomenal place you can put extra meat, extra gluten-free breads or gluten-free pizzas frozen leftovers because yeah not every grocery store is going to have a gluten-free loaf of bread but if Costco gets you can get two for a really good price then we'll buy four of them and put two of them or actually three of them in the freezer and just open one bag and have it in the fridge so that's kind of how we do the extra freezer is what enables us to be able to eat out of overflow and never worry about did I have exactly enough? Because if we run out of it in the pantry or in the freezer or the fridge upstairs, we typically have backup in the in our basement, which for us, that's where we keep our extra freezer. And then we do have extra pants, pantry space in the basement as well. We keep extra canned coconut milk there, extra spices, extra almond flour. So it's not where we're going to like go and grab the almond flour if I'm about to make some muffins. But if I make muffins and I need one more cup of almond flour because I just ran out in the upstairs, I go downstairs and that is essentially, I'm basically grocery shopping from my basement. And I then Take, once I've removed that bag, I add to any list that I need more almond flour. And it's not even that I'm fully out. It's that my basement pantry is out. 
And then the next time I'm at Costco, which maybe can be in two weeks, which it doesn't matter. I don't need to go to Costco right then because it's not like I'm immediately out or I need to make an emergency trip to, to Kroger for almond flour and buy a more expensive version of the almond flour. I just know the next time I'm at Costco, I need to get another bag to replace the item in the pantry. And it is honestly that extra freezer, extra pantry space. If, if you don't have a basement, if you don't have a garage, if you just find a place, find even, maybe it's like your closet on the first floor, or second floor where you keep coats or something, because you don't need, it doesn't have to be even close to the kitchen. It just needs to be somewhere where you can go and grab it once you have run out of something. And this is a game changer when it comes to not needing, not having that um, immediate need to go to the grocery store, you can wait. You have that margin where you can wait um, until the next time you are planning to go. So those are the four tools, the AnyList app, an organized fridge and pantry for just quick scanning of what you need, an extra freezer, an extra pantry space to enable this process of one Costco trip and two Kroger trips. Um, and, and again, the reason we don't do all Costco for us personally is usually it's overkill. Um, there's some produces we just don't need to eat all like a Costco size amount of Brussels sprouts or something. Uh, we tend to maybe eat smaller portions of certain types of foods. Sometimes there's benefits in cost um, or how close it is because Kroger's closer. So that's why we do mix it up. We sometimes buy our eggs from Kroger, sometimes from Costco, just kind of depends on on what when we're needing eggs for which trip so there's some flexibility but that is generally how i grocery shop one hour per week and again it's typically not even every week it's um every other week or maybe three weeks out of a month and it's also really really great for for us at least for keeping to a budget on the grocery trips because i know the more times i go into the grocery store the more times i'm likely to buy extra things that maybe are unnecessary or kind of fun and which can be fun but can push you over budget so if you're only going three times a month it can be easier i have found to stay on budget so that is how i grocery shop in one hour per week for family three and if you are just wanting support you have questions on this you want to engage or talk about this idea um, or or even bring you an example of your own family and what your family's going through you can just come and join our free facebook group i would love to hear what you thought about this podcast episode it's a great place to engage with us on all all sorts of different topics. We have free extra goodies in the in our free Facebook group. You can just go to betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook and join our Facebook group there. We do have some questions we just ask you to answer uh, just so we know you're a real human being, etc. And once you've agreed to the group rules and answered those three questions, then you can jump on into the group. Um, and just because you might be curious, one of, the pr- one of the special things we have in that group, for example, is our podcast vault where we have a spreadsheet of all of our podcast by topic organized. So if you want to find other topics related to acid reflux or constipation or bloating or, um, you know, food sensitivities or lab testing, then you can find all of those in our podcast vault, which is exclusively in our Facebook group. So that's it. I hope you guys, I can't wait to see you guys next week for Thanksgiving, at least for America. And hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Hey friend, I hope you loved this episode. If you've been a fan for a while or newly loving this podcast, can you do me a favor? Drop into Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. 
When you leave a review, you do so much. You help me know you're listening. You can tell me what you're loving so I know what to make more of. And you help others by boosting this podcast so other people like you can find the podcast too. I mean, it's a win, 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 right? So if you want a way to pay it forward, just go to Apple Podcasts or click the link in my show notes and leave a rating and review. And if you want some more free stuff, just head over to my free Facebook group, betterbellytherapies.com slash Facebook, and you can get access to all of my free support for you, including some Facebook group exclusive stuff like my podcast episode vault, where you can search the Better Belly podcast by topic and find exactly what you need to expedite your healing. I cannot wait to see you in there. Catch you guys next week.